Highlander Rewatch podcast, the podcast where each and every week we talk about another facet of the Highlander universe. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. And this is the last Corona Chronicle. Corona Chronicle Lucky 13. Cool. What an unlucky number. I know. But of course, well, as you know. For our listeners, they might get some uh, of our more traditional content coming up. That's right. More traditional. Traditional traditional values. Highlander rewatch values. That's right. Yeah. Like Eamon, we have very traditional values around here. <laughs> very traditional. That's right. So to catch everybody up, uh, so, you know, during COVID, we're not able to get together. Uh, so we took a break from our regular season six coverage to kind of reach back into some reader or listener mail, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> So we went back to the vaults and we've been going through those. Um, and so we're basically caught up um, and we're going to try to do the rest of season six on the best way we can. Uh, Cause we always want to get back into the swing of things and stuff. And uh, yeah, it'll be good. Right. I don't know. It'll be great. I it dare will be say. Great. And you know, I imagine there will even be video of some portion of it. So. Yeah. Uh, since we've been doing these zoom calls, uh, you know, when we move into back into season six, we'll probably keep uh, this kind of zoom version going. Uh, I don't know, the podcast might just feel a little different than it has in the past, but that'll be okay. It's going to be... Uh, Hopefully. It is what it is, as but the, uh, as the quote goes. Cursed to see our faces That's this right. whole time. Yeah. Cursed, I say. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. What a great quote. And that is. Kyle, this is, it's, a, it's a whole week later. What are you wearing there? Oh, uh, uh, so it's been a rough week. I've not taken this shirt off. The not at all? Time. That's, that's Not awful. even once. It's like, can you hear it crunch as I move? Yeah we all wore exactly the same clothes to keep continuity that's right it's important you got another haircut again well i had to keep the look going you know that's right tell me about this haircut kyle do you you do the buzzing yourself you go to a a shop a salon a barber uh well in preparation for a trial uh i was supposed to do i got a haircut um at the local salon i was debating it fiercely but i had some very 70s looking hair going uh which i did not want to bring into court in like the one courthouse in pennsylvania that's actually holding things in person so anyway uh i went it actually turned out okay like they only had like half the chairs filled at any one time they had plastic dividers between them um you know, obviously masks were required. All in all, I uh, I don't know whether I'm, I don't think it was a great idea to go get a haircut. I slightly, slightly regret it, but it was handled as well as it probably could have been. Mm. Um, and that's a good thing. So, sure. you know, at least people are trying and whatnot. Do you think that barbicide, think that's killing COVID? Well, at least on the, I mean, I'm not too worried about it on the, I'm teasing. the brushes, you know, though I do make it a point whenever I go to the barber to uh, make sure I lick all the combs. Oh, you know, I like to, I like to give it that, kick the tires that way. Right. Smoking. <laughs> so yeah. have you guys been this week? Have you guys been up to anything? Uh, here, I'll, I'll start off. Uh, I started playing Sega Genesis. Again. Like on Sega Genesis or through some kind of emulation device? Through an emulation device, being my computer. Uh, however, Ooh. I... Okay, okay. Uh, uh, but um, I purchased some Sega controllers for my... Uh, three buttons? 
Six Three buttons, buttons baby. Six, six baby. Ooh, I, I need to have this, you know, I got to use it on the Sega Saturn too, Sega CD. Ooh, well, you need to be able to, to play the Batman and Robin game with all six of those buttons. That's right. It was so <laughs> awful. Um, anyway, playing. Uh, let's see. I played some Mortal Kombat. Which one? One, two, and three. Oh, mm. boy. With the, uh, the Christopher Lambert cameo? Yeah, no cameo from Mr. Lambert, sadly. Oh. Uh but that was uh, kind of fun. Uh, definitely less fun than I remember it. I was like, wow, this is clunky and slow. Uh, Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was fun to like revisit, uh, but I didn't find it to be like that entertaining of a, a time to play the game, sadly. Hot take, but it's no Street Fighter. Have people seen this image? That's the, I just sent it to the, the chat. That is the Mortal Kombat roster for coronavirus. No. Oh, you boy. You should show it. It's All right, we'll fun. show it. Let's show it. This is the things we can do now with the Zoom. It's the great. The things we can do. <laughs> what you don't do. There we go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever yeah. thought this. That's very good. Is also, very good. Man. Wait, scroll down again. Yes, sir. Scroll down, scroll down again. This Earth is it. And Sakaki. Congratulations. That's right. That's really funny. That is very yeah. funny. Also, weird decision to have so many characters in masks, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's because so many of them are just like palette swaps and like, you, got you your know. Smoke, your reptile, your uh, the others. Noob yeah. Cybot. Ooh, Cybot. Mm. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> so I, I uh, Another Sega game I started playing that I like intentionally, I was like, I'm going to play through this game. Uh, do you remember the Strike series? There was Jungle, oh, like, or Desert Strike was the first one. Then there was Jungle Strike. And then there was Urban, Urban Strike. Strike. Uh, so obviously the first one was like based on a, you know, uh, Desert Storm era uh, conflict. Uh, and then I don't know what the, I can't remember what the point of the Jungle one was. Hmm. Uh, I don't either. But the third one was Urban Strike. There was even another one for like PlayStation called Nuclear Strike, I believe. Uh, yeah. Which starred the the weird scientist, the bad guy from the Secret World of Alex Mack. How about that? What a weird pull for well, you. Yeah, right. That. Really weird weird pull. I remember because I was so excited. I was like, it's the guy from Alex Mack on Nickelodeon. Burr. Is that the girl that turns into like a puddle? Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I don't remember why, but and is that all she does? She becomes a puddle. Pretty much. I believe she's an alien. Yeah, is she an alien or she, there was some like I thought it was experiment? a science accident. I think there was uh, a science accident, but it is like alien in origin. I'm getting it confused with another Nickelodeon show where there was a boy that was an alien. Is that Kyle XY? Not Kyle XY, although I've heard of that. And he doesn't have a belly button. Hmm. Invaders in. That when I worked at Wawa all the time, and I was like, "How is this show this popular?" Also, please stop it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't like to be called a WB show. <laughs> or, U, or was it UPN? I, think, <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, the Strike series, uh, it's a little weird. Uh, they make you get fuel, like, constantly, which is, like, annoying to gameplay. Uh, but also, like, the first, like, two levels, like, take place, like, in, like, Central or South America, and you're, hmm. like, against these, like, drug dealer dudes, but they hide all your, like, power-ups, in like the villages huts 
So yeah, like so you have to blow up the you have to commit war crimes to yeah, be able to uh to like do the game. Uh so that's like just weird. Uh yeah, I don't know. It's real weird. So it's I don't know. True. I'm looking forward to playing some Sega old Sega games. The old X-Men game will be fun. I don't know. It'll be good. It's historically accurate. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh so Alex Mack gets her powers because on her first day of junior high, she uh gets drenched uh from the the secret chemical GC-161, which gives her powers such as telekinesis, shooting electricity from her fingers, and the, dis- the ability to dissolve into, quote, a mobile puddle of water. Wow. Mobile puddle of water. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Another Mac? Four years. Four years? Wow. Yeah. With 78 episodes. Didn't quite break off a hundo, but, mm. oh, you know. So close, though. That's right. Yeah. Alex Mack rewatch. Yeah. Larissa. Uh, Kyle's got the info. What? The actress's name. Oh. Uh, let's see. Larissa, Larissa Olejek. Okay. There we go. She was in Mad Men, too. Mad Men Don Draper. That's right. Christina Hendricks. <laughs> you guys playing any video games? I don't know. You should play Gunstar Heroes. Ooh, I love Gunstar Heroes. That's so good. I don't we, remember this game. I mean, I'm sure I do. We played it, it together, in fact, game? Keith, many, many moons ago. Okay. It's like a, I don't know, it's like a Contra style kind of thing. Ah. Uh, but with the added wrinkle that there's like four different kinds of gun basically power up you can get and then you can combine two at a time yep so like it ends up being oh. you know many different combinations of weapon from these four power-ups you get and it's a blast it's a very I, i'd say it's like a uh, best in class kind of game wow excellent. you should play it it's great it's one of my favorite video games ever ever very good I'm playing Mirror's Edge 2 as well. That's been fun. Is that the parkour game? It is the parkour game. It's great. Weird. All right. It's, it's fun, though? It is really fun. It's, uh, I don't know. The mechanics of the game are really great. The game looks really nice. It's a very simple game. Uh, but, yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah. Uh, good, good, I, good. I've been revisiting the Master Chef collection. Excuse me, the Master Chief collection to play halo 3 online with my friends and it is very fun but very frustrating <laughs> what's frustrating about it uh well we're not very good at it anymore like we used to be very good especially when the four of us played together but uh now we get our faces wrecked pretty regularly uh though the very first game we played i almost died laughing but also got very sad and angry because the very first game we played, someone uh, who sounded like he was our age, but upon playing this game, immediately reverted back to his 13-year-old self, uh, called us the F-word. Not <laughs> like, you know the one. That's not good. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this still happens online. It's been a minute. That's very bad. Yeah, so we were just like, I can't believe this just happened. Or are we just cucks? Yes, <laughs> that is true. Uh, Keith, so- or Kyle saying um, Master Chef made me think of this. Keith, I I'm going to play it. Can you play this real quick? I will play this real quick. 
here we go. I love that we're just like sharing videos. This is wonderful. Yeah, I'm sure everybody loves it. I yeah, do. I'm sure everyone is like, this is exactly what I came here for. Yeah. Look, we're warming up to this show, all right, everybody? So this is, this is from Iron Chef America, and just watch this. This is good. Today's secret ingredient is... <laughs> I could watch every single one of those reveals from Iron Chef like in a row. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> that guy's insane. <laughs> Somebody was trying to argue with me that they hated that guy. Really? Um, you're an idiot. Like huh. <laughs> they are in fact an idiot. Why do they hate him? Because they're dumb. I don't know. Because <laughs> like, they don't enjoy life. How could you hate that? I don't know. But that guy, um, he was in John Wick 3, uh, Mark Dacascos. He's also in Double Dragon. That's right. He's uh, also in a weird made-for-TV remake of, uh, like, I Am Legend slash Omega Man. I think. Really? Yeah. Interesting. He's awesome. I love him. There you no, go. He is, he's a treat. I think he's great. And yeah. he's incredible. And I will say again, he's incredible in Double Dragon. He's, like, work, he's working so hard in that movie. It's working now, double. Jimmy Lee or Billy Lee? Ooh, that's a great question. He is Jimmy. 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 He's, the, he's the one in the red outfit. Uh, double but, dreams. Mm -hmm. No, mm -hmm. Sarah Lee, but. Ooh, Sarah Lee. Nobody right. doesn't like Sarah Lee. That's right. Are we? Should we hop into this week's episode? Let's do it. Okay, cool. Uh, so we've got a couple uh, listener mails to read. Uh, and then we have two videos to play. Uh, and so buckle up for the one at the end because it's lengthy. Uh, Ooh, but boy. I'm very excited about it. And none of us have seen it. So we'll talk about it when we get there. None Ooh. of us have seen it. None of us have seen it. All right. Should we start off? Who wants to read first? Do it. It's a big one. I'll do it. Okay. This is from our friend Jim S. Jim from Detroit. Jim's. The subject is July 14th podcast. This is really recent. This is about our Bastille Day coverage. <laughs> Ooh. Always pleased when you read my letters, but always dismayed when they devolve into dick jokes. What did I ever do to you guys? Tough but fair. Uh, does anyone have a dick joke for this? Uh, That's, I mean, tough but fair seems appropriate. Yeah. I mean, that is the title of my sex tape. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say they evolve in the dick jokes, Jim. Oh. They do not devolve. This is not a devo situation. <laughs> whip it. I whip it. As to the barge, a couple of thoughts. Thanks to COVID, I've been re-watching Highlander again, including season six. At first, I couldn't put my finger on why Paris episodes were different that season compared to the other five. Then it hit me. Paris episodes in seasons one through five were filmed in winter. The days were shorter and the sky was gray. Season six was filmed in summer when the sky was blue and the days much longer. That might affect how the interior of the barge was lit by directors and such. Interesting. Huh. That's, some, that's some, some Zodiac shit <laughs> with the investigation and whatnot. Season six didn't look right to me. By that I mean, 
resembled the look of the previous seasons until the last couple of episodes, especially the Mythos and Joe Road show. That was the last episode filmed and was done in November when the days were short and the sky was gray. No proof for this theory, just a thought. Interesting. That is interesting. I found this on Eleonora's Highlander page. Duncan's Barge, where is it? Why does it change names and locations? Mm. The address of the barge, where it was usually parked for filming with Notre Dame de Paris. Uh, the background was at the... Uh, Ooh, you got it. You, <laughs> I, I got, you got it. You, I believe in you. The Quai, the Quai, Quai de la Tournezas? Uh, I don't know. All right. Specifically in the episode Unholy Alliance, part two. A map of Paris lists the location as the, how do you say, <laughs> Quai? Is it Quai? Quai de la Tournette. Or is it, yeah, all right. I don't know. I'm you smart. had to take some French classes, didn't you? No. I, I took Spanish. Keith took French? No, I took Latin, German, and Spanish. I uh, thought you had to take French in music school. Uh, no, I, I, no, I did not take it. I took German. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. In addition, the barge changed locations during season three due to flooding in Paris. It moved back to the original location in later seasons. The barge rented by the production company for the first few seasons was Nobile. During season four, the barge was damaged in an explosion set by the immortal Kasim. Duncan took it to be worked on. When the series continued for season five, a different barge called the Amadeus was used for filming. While basically the same, there were a few minor differences. Banjos, you just say that Duncan renamed this barge after the fire and explosion. Make of this information what you will. Huh, all right. As to why Adrian wasn't in season six month, David Abramovitz in one of the season six DVD introductions for patient number seven noted that no one wants to make an average show, but it was difficult to work around Adrian's schedule. He said he couldn't judge Adrian and that maybe he was looking for new opportunities and made the classic mistake of assuming that just because he was famous now, he would always be famous. But Mr. Abramowitz, Abramowitz, Abramowitz did say that Adrian was a star in the Highlander world and that he caught a great role and did right by it. Mr. Abramowitz always struck me as a polite guy, and that statement suggests a lot of subjects. I think the subject of his statements was that it was over and everyone knew it. Plus, making a good show is really hard. I hadn't heard the idea that... You know what else is really hard? Oh. Not making a dick joke about that line. That's true. Yeah, if you give us this low-hanging fruit, Jim, we're going to have to go for it. I think uh, I hadn't heard the idea that Adrian was working on Endgame, so that's why he was not there as much for the season. I doubt that theory. Endgame, Endgame was filmed in 1999 and came out in 2000. That last Highlander episode was filmed in 1997. That's correct. We're, we're, we're with you on that one there, Jim. Yeah. We are like, with you. Jim from Detroit. Thank you, yep. Jim. Any we're with you more, now more than ever. Now more than ever. Now more than ever. Buy a car, buy a thing. Uh, Applebee's something, something. Um, yeah, that's great. Uh, and I think, is this uh, more in response? I remember uh, Paul H. wrote us an email the other week about 
the barge. So this is answering some of Paul's questions because he was wondering the same thing about, hey, why does the barge have a different name and stuff like that? So, so yeah. how would you guys read into this? Would you prefer to think that Duncan got a new barge after the fire? Or do you think Duncan has renamed his barge after the fire? I think he has a glorious rebirth in season six that includes renaming the barge. I must take a new name. I, I think that's actually fine. I mean, especially the name Amadeus means like, like God. Uh, so I think that makes a lot of sense considering uh, that Duncan like defeated the devil. Yeah, why not? Sure. By, by doing Tai Chi yeah. in a catacomb or whatever it was. Sure. And having a bowl. <laughs> you gotta have a bowl, baby. Oh Ooh, a bowl, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was. You looked more like you were about to like do like take a bump of coke. Yeah, a whole cereal. bowl of coke. Just yeah, gonna do it all. Yeah, Ooh, a bowl of coke. Yep. Mm. I love coke. Yep. I have my coke coke nail. Very it's nice. Very dainty that coke nail. Yeah, it's not very good. Portion I'm controlled, good. microdosing. Yeah. Jesus. That could be a Patreon thing. Amon can do hard drugs on the show. Sure. <laughs> you, pick the, yeah. you pick the drug and I'll do it. Okay. Send us $10,000 and Eamon will do meth on air. Wow, cool. I'll do it. <laughs> um, all right, I'll read the next one. Is that okay? Sure. All right. Uh, this is catching up on episodes from Robin P. Uh, and this was sent to us uh, on seven seventeen, So just a couple weeks ago. So this is pretty new. So... Uh, Robin says, it's fine that you're behind on reader mail. I'm behind listening and writing to you guys. So if anyone complains, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, Robin. Fuck yeah. Um, if anyone complains that you aren't as Highlander-centric right now, fuck them too. <laughs> I really appreciate this. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, there are plenty of old episodes and even other Highlander podcasts that they can listen to in the meantime. We listen to you not just for the subject matter, but because you three stooges in particular, uh, or but for you three stooges in particular, and I appreciate you connecting with your audience in these somewhat atypical times. Awesome. Um, I know it's late, but I thought I would share at least one band with you guys. Have you ever heard of Melt? It stands <laughs> for Mother Earth. Oh, fuck it. That's an obvious lame joke. Um, like most people, I could just list a bunch of shit. Uh, but I'll just link you uh, a song from Sweet Crude, a New Orleans band that switches back and forth between English and Cajun French in their songs. This one I don't think has any English, and as a dedication to Kyle, the chorus translates to, let's talk about drinking, not marriage. You kids have fun. <laughs> so that's very funny. Uh, so this is in response, I guess, uh, as Robin said, she's a little, few weeks behind on uh, episodes. So uh, back at the beginning of the pandemic, we did like a uh, song share. Uh, as one of our episodes so uh so this is great so robin has submitted a song uh and so why don't we take a listen to it is that cool with you guys yeah let's do it all right as anyone is does anyone know this band i do not you do not all right all right here we go i do not Marie avec un joli fille, t'es dans 
dans les grands dangers, ça va te la voler. Awesome. I like it too. Sorry to stop it. I don't want to get, you know, flagged by, you know, the, uh, the Facebook or YouTube bots. Uh, they'll yeah. probably sweep in there and mute part of the audio. So those dill holes. <laughs> oh boy. Oh uh, no, that was really fun. I didn't know about that band. I'm definitely going to check them out. And I love the name sweet crude. That's kind of great. Good stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Do you guys like doing the song share? I wouldn't mind doing it again at some point. I think it was fun, but yep. I don't know. Why not? I like sharing music with people, learning new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I love learning. <laughs> As you should, Eamon. Well, thank you very much, Robin. Uh, I really appreciate the email. And also, I actually appreciate, I really appreciate the encouraging words about being like, hey, I get that you're not talking about Highlander as much. It's okay. Uh, you know, this is tough for us too, putting these together. Uh, yeah, so. baby. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was a good email. It was a good all right, Mr. Kyle. All right, I'm up. Look at That's that. Right. All right. This is uh, from good friend of the show, Brian's, Brian S. And he writes, Ahoy, mates. First, let me say thank you for your continued presence with your podcast. In this time of uncertainty and great anxiety, I'm grateful for your dedication to the listeners and an unwavering desire to bring a little light in this darkest of times. I'm sure I speak for many when I say it's refreshing and needed release from all the pressures of society and the struggles of daily life. Yeah. The chronicle, uh, Chronicles have uh, been a blessing as well as entertaining. Though you three are separated, your audio-visual presence is a unifying force to all us listeners. Uh, I salute you three valiant, <laughs> valiant warriors of enlightenment, mirth, and amity. Lastly, regarding the future of Rewatched, will your coverage of the, uh, of the animated series and The Raven be as detailed and as extensive as Highlander the series? Looking forward to it all, especially Endgame. Most sincerely, your friend and listener, Brian S. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. So that's a good question. What do you, what do you see for our uh, animated series and Raven coverage? Well, for the for the Raven, I don't see us doing basically anything different. Uh, yeah, it seems like it's the same shtick. Although here, here, well, I'll pose a question to you guys because actually this was a question we were going to have off air, uh, but we might as well kind of throw it out there now. Um, I'm actually very unfamiliar with the Raven. I think I've maybe only seen like two episodes in my life. Uh, and I purchased it on DVD uh, maybe a year or two ago. Uh, the package is still unopened. Uh, on my bookshelf um and it even has a sticker on there that you could apply to win tickets for like a highlander cruise so got to get on that uh if i want to you know make the deadline um and i assume neither of you have really seen raven so here's the big question i have uh before we approach it is there is a documentary on the dvd uh, and everybody talks about how the documentary about making of the show and it's kind of like you know, all the errors it had, I guess, uh, is better than the show. That it's like really interesting to hear everybody talk candidly about it. Um, I've been like struggling, should we watch that first and then watch the show so we, so we kind of know what's going on behind the scenes and we can see things? Or do we save that and watch it like coming in clean? We have no preconceived notions about anything or the history about what's going on, uh, you know, behind the cameras. 
What do you guys think? I have this theory on it and very open debate. I think two of us should not watch anything. Should come in completely clean. And one of us should watch that documentary so that they can introduce relevant factoids at appropriate times, if that makes sense. So that way we have both the commentary about people being surprised to see a thing uh, and then a, a retort or a response to that saying, ah, this is why. I can get behind that and I can be the one to watch the documentary if you want, uh, since I'm usually the, the note guy. So Yeah, but then like, I think one of the things that's nice in our show for the most part is that at least even when we know what's coming, that we like made the editorial decision that we don't forecast too much. Right. So I feel like if we, you know, we should not overly taint our impressions of this thing by being too steeped in the material before we cover it. We should, you know, do what we can to approach it like a new watcher, which frankly will be the easiest for this than out of anything we've done so far. Because, yeah. You know, with the exception of some like some of these weird filler episodes, like it's hard to totally excise your opinions on some of these, your early opinions on some of these more iconic Highlander episodes. Sure. Eamon, what do you think? I like that idea. Cool. Um, I think going in going in cold has has a certain advantage. Sure. Um, yeah, I think that's a good a good stratagem. All right. And as far as uh, the animated series goes, I know we've talked about this in the past. Uh, we are going to dive deep, right? Like, I think we're going to treat them just as serious as we would a movie. Uh, and, I, like, pick apart the plots and all sorts of stuff. Uh, you know, I think we are morally obligated to certainly attempt it that way. And if it... I, I'm, I'm genu genuinely concerned that because it's a 22-minute format for kids, it might collapse under its own weight when we do it that way. <laughs> but we absolutely have to try it first. Like, sure. if that's not entertaining, we'll figure something else out. But I feel like we got to go for it. Why yeah, not? yeah. We, we, we got to give it its due credit. Yeah. Uh, it'll be good, I think. And I think we also, we've talked about maybe doing more than one episode per week or something for that. We'll see. Um, we'll see how it yeah you'll see just have to see how it goes like if we only end up having like seven or eight minutes of content for some of this stuff like right obviously combining is a good idea but i think i think we've proven that um <laughs> we'll always have a lot to say <laughs> yeah I think, so. I think so how many episodes do we have on highlander one eight seven seven seven, seven? yeah so no, it'll be great. I can't wait to talk about the animation and I don't know. There's so much stuff. The toys, the animated series toys, like yeah, there'll be plenty to talk about. It'll be great. Um, cool. So now we've got another video to play here at the end of this episode. Uh, I have not seen like any of this. I've seen like 30 seconds and I was like, maybe I should just hit, you know, put the brakes on this and we'll all watch it live because uh, that might be more entertaining. Um, so again, our good friend, our good friend Dave, uh, David G, uh, got us a cameo um, by uh, from comedian Mike Schmidt. Eamon's um, <laughs> like, yes, yes. Eamon uh, and I both met Mike, I guess, at Pat's house, right? He was there. We were he there. Was there. I don't think we met. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, Mike has sent us a cameo. Mike is a stand-up comedian. He tours 
you know, all around, uh, although not currently, which sucks. Um, and let me see what else to say about this. Oh, he's a podcast. You can check that out. Um, what's the name of his podcast? I'm blanking. I feel bad. The 40-year-old boy. That's it. The, I'm like, the boy who, nope, the 40-year-old boy. That's it. Um, so you can check that out uh, via his website or Apple Podcasts, any of that stuff. Um, hey, Mike's a very funny guy, uh, but this is unlike any other cameo because it is long. Mike just decided to sit down and go for it. Uh, so I also want to give everybody a warning here. I, I don't know entirely what he's going to say. Uh, and I do know he says the F word, uh, meaning fuck, not the bad one, the bullshit one, fuck, uh, a lot. A whole lot. And I know we say it a lot, and maybe some people don't like that. Uh, I apologize. Uh, but I think he's going to say it a whole lot. So if this is just not what you're into, uh, you know, you can – I don't want to say skip ahead because we're probably going to pause it a couple times. Uh, also, it's like over 15 minutes long. So here we go. Oh, my. Here we go. Um, so anyway, yeah, if this isn't for you, you know, feel free to tune out, and we'll catch you uh, in the next week or so uh, with brand new – season six coverage which would be episode six dash six black tower which will be cool i guess um so anyway are you guys ready to hop into this i guess so okay and we can pause let me know at any point we can pause it and comment on some things uh but i i think mike's gonna rake us over the coals a bit and probably talk about whatever mike feels like talking about so this will be fun yeah all right <laughs> There he is. There he is. Hey, what's happening? There's my giant head. Look at that skull. The phone can't even contain it. That is a goddamn melon. You want a piece of this? That's a size eight hat staring you right in the fucking face. Seems like a lot of swearing early on in the cameo. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm a fan of that. I don't think the cameo people are either. They're going to send me a note. Tone it down, friend. Grab the reins. Don't be swearing like that right from the jump. You're going to lose customers. I'm going to go, oh, no. That means I'll save five minutes a month? Because <laughs> I am not popular on cameo but i should be right shouldn't i be the guy that everybody wants to hear from hmm let's find a uh, talented stranger that no one's ever heard of to bother us for as much time as he wants to while he holds his goddamn phone i am holding my phone i don't have a uh i don't have a tripod yet to hold the phone which seems stupid i've been doing this for 30 years well it also seems stupid i've been doing cameos for 30 years i've been a i've been a comedian a broadcaster if you will for 30 years so i should have all of the the stuff here i should have a microphone uh, i should have a spotlight a floodlight <laughs> Why would I have a floodlight? I don't know, but I'm assuming that that's the kind of thing you need when you don't have equipment, when you're a goddamn entertainer, a performer, a broadcaster, uh, a cameo person. Hi. I'm Mike Schmidt, <laughs> if you don't know me, of the uh, Chicago Schmitz, uh, currently of the Los Angeles Schmitz. Now, let me ask you this. Am I in Los Angeles by way of Chicago, or am I from Chicago by way of Los Angeles? I've never known how that works. Um, do the research. I'll wait. There's three of you. Somebody grab a fucking book. Crack it open. Find out what I'm talking about here, because uh, God knows I don't know. So here's the deal. I am here to talk to you guys. Kyle, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, yeah, you're saying where you are, and you're saying by way of where you came from. So, so Chicago comes – so I'm from Los Angeles by way of Chicago would be correct, right? Yeah, because right. here I am, and here's the way I took to get here. See, this is great. Everybody's learning today. Yeah. I love learning. Sure. And gold. A cameo, a pep talk of some sort? I don't know what it is. All I know is there's three dudes I'm addressing and only one cameo purchased. So, 
the man, David, who, who got this for you, is uh, fucking cheap, I think is, the, is what I would say. Because, again, I'm 20 bucks to do this. So I get 15. I clear 15. Or at least, I'll tell you what, though, last month I didn't. On the cameos, I was clearing 11 bucks. Like, is there some sales tax bullshit involved? So then I'm like, wait a second here. 11 bucks to do this nonsense when they, they charge 20. So that means the company's getting five and then there's a sales tax and they don't take the bite. I take the goddamn bite. I'm a performer. I'm the fucking talent. Why am I taking the bite? <laughs> David bought this for you guys. You guys, uh, by the way, I should mention, you're, uh, from what I understand, you're the Highlander Rewatched crew. Uh, the names uh, are, are, we're all, look, we're all familiar with them. I don't, I don't have to repeat them for you guys, because if anybody in the world knows the names, it's going to be you three. What if, what if you didn't know the names of the people involved in the Highlander Rewatched uh, podcast? Debacle? Eh, six of one. All right, uh, I, we've got a Kyle. There's that. We've got a Keith. And, uh, and we have an Eamon. And that's fantastic. I tell you what, I, I love, I, and I've looked, no offense to Kyle and Keith. That's a couple of Ks I'll get to in just a goddamn second. But Eamon, oh, that's a name I love. Now, I'm German-Irish, uh, more Irish than German, I say, these days. I don't know, for, for what reason. I'd rather be Irish and German than, than American. What the fuck's going on in this country? Everything's gone to hell, right? You guys can agree to that. Where's the Highlander when we need him? Where's Christopher Lambert? Hiding in Scotland, making long-distance phone calls to you fucking guys. That's right, he's not going to come over here because everything's fucking ruined. We need the Kurgan... I get the Kurgan go and cut off Trump's fucking bucket head, scoop out whatever's in there and eat some fucking cereal out of it because it's better to burn out than fade away. I think we all fucking know that, right? Uh, I'll get to the Highlander bullshit in a minute. But anyway, wow. uh, Eamon, I love the name. And here's the first time I ever heard the goddamn name. I was working at an office in Orange County, California, Irvine, to be uh, exact. I was in Irvine, California, working at Coast to Coast Terminals. And I could not tell you if they're still in business. I, I, I would be shocked if they're in business, considering they paid me for six months. I didn't do a fucking thing. <laughs> I was in the AR department, uh, and it was me and this guy, Bill, who I liked Bill. He was fantastic. He did his work, and he was fascinated, endlessly chuckling at me and the fact that I did nothing, and he fucking knew it. I had a schedule where I'd, like, read the papers in the morning. The fucking goofy-ass roach coach truck would show up and blow the stupid horn. I'd walk out there and buy a fucking multi-burger. I'd eat the fuck out of that, run up a tab at those people. And then uh, I would dick around until like 2.30 because then everybody went to lunch. And so the office was empty, right? So it's just me. So then at 2.30, I'd go to lunch, get back at like 3.30. And then I had an hour and a half till I was off work. And then I did nothing. And then I went and did stand-up at night because that's all I wanted to fucking do was do comedy. I didn't want to fucking do AR stuff. I might have made... Two calls a day, maybe. So I don't know if the, how they were getting their money. I'm glad everybody was on time. Or maybe they weren't, and that's why they went under. I have no idea. If they, and they might not have even gone under. They could be there. What if they're thriving? What if they're pissed? What if they, like, and what if my fucking ruining everything in their AR department made them rededicate themselves to the business and they became bigger than ever? I doubt that. They were selling fucking fax machines. There was no way they could possibly be bigger than ever than they were in 1991. Uh, but anyway, they hired this dude named Eamon. And uh, he was, uh, he, he worked in the, I don't know, some fucking department. I don't remember. But I, when they first introduced me to him, I'm like, Eamon, what kind of name is that? He's like, oh, it's Irish. And I go, oh, okay, cool. And uh, I should tell you this about Eamon. He had a, he had a kind of a jug head, right? Kind of a round, big fucking, uh, uh, and a giant grill. And he was balding, you know? And he had that, uh, he had that jutted, that, like this jaw. Kind of like, because I look like, look, I look normal. Other than my dimples, God, look at me in the cheekbones. Looking good. Uh, but he was like, this. and his jaw kind of forward like that. Hi, Mike. How are you? But it didn't affect his voice. He still sounded like a normal guy, but didn't, you know, like that. I, you think I'm doing that. I'm not. That's just my throat. Also, when I do that with my jaw, my tinnitus fucking flares up like a motherfucker. It's just bang. Eee, ah, that's what it does. I get Rob Halford in my ear when I do the fucking jaw jet. Uh, what, was that Green Manalishi? I think it was. All right. Anyway, 
Eamon, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. I'm glad Highlander Rewatch is doing bang-up business for you guys. The fact that you've got Lambert on the horn, how the fuck does that work? And I, and, because I don't know. I mean, I, I, I do a show, uh, if you were, uh, I, look, I should say this. You don't know who the fuck I am. I do a podcast, all right? And here's what David told me. He's like, ah, oh, man, this show is devoted to the Highlander things. They watch movies and TV. Uh, he said you guys are big Jimmy Pardo fans. Now, I'm, uh, I'm a friend of Jimmy Pardo's as well. I've, uh, we had a bit of a falling out for a while, but now we're back being friends, and I'm excited and happy to have him back into my life, and I'm sure he's feeling the same way. But I would know, because I've never asked him, and you would know, because David didn't hire him to do a cameo for you guys. Why would he tell me? He hires me, get this, he hires me to do your fucking cameo, right? And he's like, they're big Pardo fans. And I'm like... I don't, I, what the fuck do I do with that information? You know, just go, just apologize. Hey guys, sorry, man, I'm not Jimmy. I mean, I've met him. Is this kind of like uh, when you want to fuck somebody who fucked a good looking girl? Or oh no, you want to fuck the good looking girl who fucked a guy? Wait a minute, that's the, the math on that's all wrong. Um, or it's like if you want to blow a guy, but you go down to the chick that he bangs so you can taste his cock. That probably is not what I'm thinking of either. Again, I'm, I'm all screwed up here. It's late at night. Um, <laughs> God damn, how did that thought process even enter my skull? But anyway, so the thing is, I'm like, I guess I'm part of adjacent. I, this is a tangential Pardo because he's uh, he and I have been pals and been in the same car before. So maybe this is kind of like you're getting a message from a Jimmy Pardo. Uh, I, I, I'll do this. I'll, what's your name? Eamon? Standard spelling on that? Eamon? Uh, <laughs> um, so I don't, so he did, but he didn't get you Jimmy. And he's like, oh, man, they're huge Pardo fans. Also, they've done Pat Francis's shows. Now, uh, I just saw Pat Francis tonight. I went over to his house today, and we watched The Way of the Dragon, a little Bruce Lee action in his backyard as we socially distanced and ate grilled hot dogs, which was fantastic and lovely. But... Uh, but not as lovely for you guys because you apparently you like Pat Francis, you've done his shows, but uh, but David doesn't spring for a fucking cameo from him, which makes zero sense to me. Again, you love Pardo and Pat. He doesn't say one thing. He says he says you love me, but there's that's a fucking lie. There's no way. It's just I'm what he could afford. He couldn't he couldn't pony up for the Pardo. He couldn't fork out for the Francis. That's a lot of alliteration. I don't feel so bad. So he settled for the Schmidt. <laughs> couldn't pony up for the Pardo. Couldn't fork out for the Francis. So you settle for the Schmidt. I like David's plan. Amen. Have you watched uh, Enter the Dragon? Not yet. Not yet. When's that? Is are you watching the Bruce Lee movies in order? I am. Ah, so when's that one fall? Uh, I think that's next. Wow, exciting. Yeah. So I'll I'll be able to talk to to Mike and Pat about Enter the Dragon. That's true. Through cameo. That's right. Wild. <laughs> uh, this is what a roller coaster ride this is. Yep. Thank you, David, by the way. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I am having the time of my life over here. Right. Eamon, what do you think about these jaw comments? Uh, I mean, I cover my jaw with a beard, so that gives you all the information you That's need. That's right. To. You're on it. You get it. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, Eamon, I'm so I'm glad. I'm, I, I hope the show is going well. I hope you're okay settling for me. I know you don't like this. You like Pardo and Pat, and that's fine. And they're great, and I love them as well. Um, so I, I, I don't know what I could do. Is, is I, I could do a Paul Stanley for Pat, but I can't. I don't want to do that. I don't want to bite on his fucking gig. And also, if you wanted to see him do Paul Stanley, you could buy the fucking thing on Cameo. Ask David Gutierrez, who fucking left you in a lurch by not going ahead and hiring a Francis and instead coughing me up in your lap. Um, <laughs> Kyle? Uh, I knew a Kyle, well, of course, uh, Pat's nephew is named Kyle. Uh, Kyle was the name I was, I, I actually, when I was discussing names for my kids with my first, with my wife, my uh, ex-wife, uh, Kyle was one of the names that was on the list. But that Kyle Schmidt just sounded poor. It sounded bad. I didn't like it. Uh, but it was a name that I enjoyed. And here's why. Because when I was a kid, there was a linebacker for the New York Jets named Kyle Clifton. And I think it was the k -k noise like that, like, like Kyle and Keith. Uh, k -k 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 
uh, as you know, clearly it's the, it's the secret to the success of your show, the two hard K sounds in your name. But Kyle Clifton was a dude, and he was a C, not a K for Clifton. Um, but I loved that name as, I, as a kid, so I, that was one of the entries I coughed up at my wife, and she was like, well, put it on the list. Uh, and then and we never had any kids because things went awry. It's a long story. Uh, but then later on, I, was, I had another ex, and she and I picked out names. Here was the name. To, I, well, I, look, my kids' names were always going to be uh, Bomb Pop and Chinese Rick. That was a couple of kids I came up with. And then it was going to be uh, Little Stevie Tomatoes and Mustache Pete. And then, of course, Ginger and Gretchen were going to be the twins. That was going to be our twin girls. Uh, two of those were real choices. The other four I might have been taking some liberties with. <laughs> uh, but my ex would always roll her eyes and go, those are great ideas, honey. And I'd say, yeah, it's fantastic. And then my life went to hell again because whatever. You don't need to hear about that. What if it was a cameo for that? Mike, tell them about your ex-relationships. Okay, here, enjoy this. <laughs> I made all these women cry and they made me sob. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, Kyle, I, uh, so I, that's a name that I did enjoy for a long time because I wanted it to be one of my kids' names, and then it, it hasn't uh, happened. And I'm old now. I'm shooting blank blanks probably at this point. I mean, there's bullets in the gun, but they're not going to hurt anybody. Um, oh, but I'll throw them at you from across the room. Don't kid yourself. I still, I, I, I can, I still got a little Peter North in me. Give me a couple of days to get fucking revved up. You don't want to hear this bullshit. Jesus Christ, this thing's gone fucking tits up. Uh, and then of course there's Keith. Keith, you're the third member. You're the linchpin. You're the uh, you're the third spoke in the very small wheel that is the Highlander rewatch series. Uh, Keith, I will say this: my my now, how many Keiths do I know? I I, I know J. Keith Van Stratton. I know a few other Keiths. These are the Keiths I know. I know these are the Keiths I know. Hey, kids in the hall. Um, the Keith that I will talk to you do. I, I worked at a pizza place in Chicago, Passero's Pizza in Lyle, Illinois. And when I worked there, Don was the owner and Keith was the manager. And Keith was always talking about possibly buying the restaurant. And then Keith married a woman named Kitty, who was lovely. And she had like five kids from a previous relationship. And I thought, man, that is that is yeoman's work. You must love that chick if you're buying into a five pack of the past. I mean, I, I mean, you gotta be a dad to them and a surrogate and all that other stuff. And I don't know if they were all from the same dude or if it was different dudes. I don't know what Kitty's rep was, but she, there you go, Kitty. Kyle, Keith, and Kitty. If you want to bump aim and get Kitty in there, get and you really get the hard noises. Um, so, so Keith married Kitty. And uh, he had all these kids, and they were lovely. And Keith was good. I liked him a lot. He was a martial arts guy, too. One time we were, uh, we actually we, uh, had a fake fight, kind of, that spun off into possibly real aggression in the dining room of the restaurant once. And, uh, and he's, we were going out, and I got him in a front face lock, and I cinched up on it like I could have fucking, and I probably could have choked him out or twisted his neck. Um, and then we stopped because we're lovely people. But I was, I was much bigger than Keith, but he was also like a martial arts guy who could actually, and he was thick. He was a big dude. You don't give a fuck about this. So anyway, I... Uh, I, I I moved obviously to California to chase my dream of sitting in a, in a at a desk and talking to you guys and look at this <laughs> finally come true courtesy of our friend David and then I uh, I wound up going. Uh, back home and I would go to Becerro's and Keith would be there sometimes and I would show up because I'd go do stand up in Chicago every one or you know, once or twice a year so then. Uh, I got contacted out of the blue from somebody who I used to work with. He's like, holy fuck, did you hear about Keith? And I'm like, no, I didn't. Keith, who was a dude who I just, I mean, I, I maybe he had issues. I don't know. I hope he had issues that led to this. But I mean, I, I knew nothing about him other than the fact that I worked with him. I liked him. He was a good guy. Married kid. He had a bunch of, you know, a passel of him, another, man, another man's kids. And uh, he would walk every day to work and he would walk over a freeway overpass. And one day, just took the fucking dive. I, I mean, literally do dove, jumped off the overpass on the way to work at 9.30 in the morning uh, into traffic on the freeway, the 355, which, you know, now you're just ruining people's days. You know what I mean? It's like, if you want to, if you want to take it out, there's, I'm sure there's a high enough place where you can land on your own skull and not fuck up anybody in their car. But imagine if you're driving all of a sudden a fucking, 
just that guy who I almost choked out falls down in front of you on the freeway and you almost smash into him and you're like, oh, fuck, you do a spin out. Somebody rear ends you. You got to deal with insurance claims for the next six months because some guy was sad. Fuck that, man. <laughs> so my, my issue is with uh, that, Keith. Certainly not with you, unless you're planning on doing that. Keith, stay away from the fucking overpass. That's the message I would bring to you. Wow. Uh, and oh you've got this God. Highlander thing rolling. You got a ton of people like listening, I suppose. If you're, if you're talking to Lambert, that's got to be great, right? You must work as hard as like, because again, we're talking about young Pat Francis. Uh, Pat, he just, well, I can't say who he interviewed today because it's not up yet, but he just interviewed John Anderson from Yes. He's had Rick Springfield and Sammy Hagar. The man works extremely hard to make these bookings happen, and I'm sure you guys do the exact same thing. You guys must be crushing it over there at the, at the Highlander Rewatch. And... For me, again, I know the I know the first Highlander. You know, like I said, I remember it's better to burn out than fade away. I know Sean Connery's in that fucking thing, and then a bunch of other fucking Scottish people nobody fucking knows, uh, and Lambert and and uh, Clancy Brown, and there you go. And then after that, didn't they? Then they spun out. What the? I don't know what you guys are doing. Maybe you like it. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you just fucking saw a niche to fill. But they spun <laughs> out and they had like, did they have a Highlander two? And there's like a, I'm sure there's a reckoning involved and an awakening or some other bullshit. And they had a TV show, right? Didn't that? Wasn't that on for like five years? God damn, this fucking country. You know, it's like uh, if somebody puts on a cape or a kilt and they're on fucking forever. It's, it's so stupid. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And, uh, and same thing with lawyers and cops. TV shows about lawyers and cops and doctors. And like, Jesus, fuck. Make a bus driver show for fuck's sake. And so it was literally the Honeymooners was the last bus driver show. Now we need another one. It's time. It's, you know what? It's fucking time. This world has revolved long enough without a goddamn bus driver show. Jesus, what's wrong with these people? Uh, oh, and you're in Philadelphia, too. Right? Is that what I heard? You guys are Philly? Uh, well, I don't know if you're Philly fans. I'm a Phillies fan. You know that. And as I talk to you, the, I don't know if the Phillies are going to die because the fucking Marlins come to town and they don't take the right test or they take the test and they know they're positive <laughs> or they don't tell the fucking Phils. I'll tell you what, if, the fucking, if fucking Bryce Harper dies because these cocksuckers wanted to play on a Sunday and they couldn't fucking get a getaway day that was false, I'll be fucking furious. I, will, I might go to Miami myself. I might say, say hello to my little friend and pull out a bat and not shoot anybody and then I won't hit anybody and then they'll fucking throw me in jail. But still... You can't kill a Rio Muto on my, on my watch. You can't kill our new man, uh, 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 Didi Gregorius. You can't. Oh, he's wearing a mask. I'm sure Didi was safe. Didi's wearing a mask to bat. And everybody's probably like, oh, look at this fucking pussy. Wait, nice, nice mask. And then he's crushing dingers and staying alive. That's the second. That second part can't be understated. Crushing dingers is one thing. Staying alive, fantastic. Especially when you're playing a bunch of limp dicks like the fucking Marlins. Don't tell anybody that they're fucking sick. Hate it. Not a fan. All right, so you got a podcast, you and everybody else in the fucking world, and also your chickens because the three of you had to do one together and doing doing individual podcasts. See, I I do I fucking do it by myself, man. That's right. Now, is that because nobody wants to be in a room with me? Shut the fuck up, maybe. Uh, or is it because I work better on my own? I don't know. I can't say. I can't decide. All I know is your friend David had $20 burning a hole in his fucking pocket, and he said, you know what? I got to get the Highlander guys a message from a nobody. And here it is right now on a silver goddamn platter in a green fucking room ready for you, Eamon. Kyle and Keith. Um, you know, it's funny because David's like, make fun of them and their hobby. Uh, I don't know if this is a hobby. Is Highlander Rewatched a hobby? You might have more listeners than I do, for fuck's sake. If you're talking to Lambert on a long-distance line, if you're long-distance Lambert, you got to be crushing me, right? Hey, who am I to fucking make fun of you guys? Uh, but at the oh, same yeah. time, I'm getting paid to do it, so fuck you three. How about that? Let's go. I, I, the, the art, <laughs> my art is done. I'm no longer going to go ahead and try to be clever. I fuck this Oscar Wilde bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then, Keith, I believe that you... Nah, fuck all that. Fuck you three and fuck your show. How about that? Is that a roast? <laughs> Seems roasty enough to me. Uh, Eamon, Kyle, and Keith, just long live your Highlander bullshit. I, I can't imagine they won't... I'm sure they'll do a cartoon series and maybe like a, a fucking stop-action animation. What was that fucking MTV show where they had 
clay people fights. Maybe there's a Highlander clay fight. I don't fucking know. You'll never run out of fucking material with the fucking immature people we got in this goddamn country as it burns <laughs> to the fucking ground wanting to watch the Kurgan and a sword and a kilt and go, oh, weren't those fabulous times? No, they weren't. They were <laughs> fucking awful. They just look better by fucking proxy as you try not to die in the midst of the germ. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Again, you'll never be you'll never be without something to talk about because I'm sure the Highlander is going to just keep fucking churning out garbage. And good for you guys to be on top of that garbage. When I think of garbage, I think of Akeem. But when I think of Scottish garbage, I think of Eamon, Kyle, and Keith. Guys, good luck with the show. And bust David's balls for doing this. I don't know if you care about me or not or whatever the fuck. Uh, but you know what? I'll tell you that Pat, Pat and Pardo would be just as shitty to you on a cameo. So there you go. He got into the wire for cheap. But I'm sure the two of them would hate you as well. Uh, all right, guys. Take care. Hey, that was great. That was awesome. I also, I can't believe that he's able to extemporaneously talk that maybe not eloquently is the right word, but... <laughs> However, he was able to just do that for that length of time is incredibly impressive. His po- his podcast is very good. Um, well, listen to it. It's basically that for like three hours. Uh, <laughs> That's about right. But yeah, he's very good on his feet. He also has a pretty good um, stand-up album you can listen to on Stitcher Premium if you have that. I don't recall the name of that album, however. But thank you, David. That was really funny. And thank you, Mike. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, that was great. I loved it. Yeah, but Busting on that Highlander garbage. That's right. Busting loose. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, everybody, uh, for sticking through uh, the Corona Chronicles uh, and through that video, uh, which really was great. I loved it. Um, I'm actually, I'm very excited to, like, retire the Corona Chronicles, honestly. Like, I honestly just, I've gotten even sick of seeing, like, the the our faces next to the the fucking virus like ugh, ugh, i'm ugh. you're over uh, it i am it's over sweet. it not over it in the sense that like you know uh the virus is over but like i don't know i've even evolved uh you know i i, I don't feel cool even about that picture of us weirdly not to be self too self-deprecating but uh you know uh i love perhaps- it good I good i don't want to be too tongue-in-cheek about this stuff uh because it's also yeah. very serious so no, it is very serious. Why is it serious? Joke. That's right. God That's damn it. right. But before we can go anywhere, we got to thank our illustrious Patreon friends. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, talking about you, Carolyn with a K. Ooh, that's a unique spelling. I dig it. Writer, David P., friend of the show, West, and uh, other friend of the show, James. You're, uh, you're killing it. We love you. We su- you support us, and we do what we can to support you in our dumb minor way with this show. Much love all around. Mm. You guys rock. <laughs> Very good. Uh, if anyone wants to write in uh, to the show, you can hit us up at HighlanderRewatched at gmail.com. Again, it's HighlanderRewatched at gmail.com, and you can comment on these episodes. Uh, you know, send us in your thoughts on uh, the Highlander series or whatever Highlander thing you want to talk about. And uh, if you're a Patreon member, those uh, go to the front of the queue. Um, obviously, we had a bunch of leftover ones because, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. So if you want to guarantee that the red become a patreon member or whatever yeah or just send us another cameo this has been a blast yeah the cameos would be really fun why aren't we on cameo guys i mean <clears throat> i think we know the answer to that. yeah i think so yeah, too i think we do too it would be a waste we would have to pay people money to send the messages yep it'll be my mom 
Yes, this all checks <laughs> out. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, thanks again. Uh, join us. Uh, we'll be back soon um, where we're going to be jumping back into season six. So thanks everybody for sticking with us over the summer. I hope everyone's had a good summer uh, and everyone's staying safe. Uh, we've been your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Amy. Bye. Bye. Bye.